Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're ever injured in an accident and you're worried about if a lawyer is going to cost you too much money, the advocates, they will provide help for you. No out-of-pocket costs until your case is settled. You pass the stress of your accident off to the advocates. That helps you focus on getting better. To find out how the advocates can help you, you can call them free of charge, 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. The final postseasons in the Big Sky Conference for the academic year are underway, and the National Championship Men's Lacrosse Tournament is into the Final Four. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. The Big Sky Conference Softball Championship Tournament got underway in Ogden, Utah on Wednesday. Montana took the sixth seed in the six-team field and took on third-seeded Portland State in its opener. UM senior Megan McGrath, who became the first Grizz player to ever win Big Sky Conference Player of the Year earlier this week, showed just why, tagging Portland State ace Olivia Gray with a leadoff home run to set the tone. That helps spark Montana to a 5-4 win in extra innings. Freshman Presley Janzi had a pinch hit RBI double to help Montana win its opener. In the second game of the day, second seeded Sac State took down Montana 12-4 in six innings. The Hornets scored eight runs on three home runs and pulled away from a 4-4 deadlock with three in the fifth and five in the sixth. The loss dropped Montana to the elimination bracket. The Grizz faced Northern Colorado in loser out action at 2-30 today. In Round Rock, Texas, just outside of Austin, the University of Montana lacrosse team is in the final four of the MCLA National Tournament. The six-seeded Grizz take on number seven Rhode Island tonight at 5.15 p.m. with a championship game berth riding on the result. For live updates of softball, Big Sky Conference, outdoor track and field, and lacrosse nationals, tune in to Nuanez now at 4 p.m. today. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory.
baby. One of the great songs ever. It's one of my favorite songs ever written. John Lee Hooker for you on your radio. Welcome back. It's no is now ESPN Radio. Maybe you're listening in SWX Montana Television. Maybe you're streaming on the ESPN Montana app. No matter how you're here, thanks so much for doing it. Thanks so much for being here and hanging out with us. Coulter Nuana is coming to you through the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Northwest Motorsport, new to Missoula, new to Montana. You can find them here in the Garden City at the corner of Stevens and Mount. You can also check out their extensive inventory. That's all across the Pacific Northwest. It is the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. Go check it out online at nwmsrocks.com. Missed anything in the first hour of the show? We talked all things NFL draft. We also talked all things Grizz and Big Sky Conference postseason. Grizz lacrosse into the final four of the MCLA National Tournament. Grizz softball, they won a game yesterday at the Big Sky Conference Tournament, but they lost a loser out game in Northern Colorado today. So the Grizz softball season is over. And the Big Sky Conference Outdoor Track and Field Championships, they are underway in Pocatello, Idaho as well. We also heard from Sydney Rood, one of our latest mattress firm student of the weeks. Want to find anything from today's first hour? You always can on the Nuanas Now podcast, which is proudly presented by Sportsbet Montana, as well as the Advocates. We're coming to you live down here at Brett's RV and Marine. It is the March Grand Design sales event. Absolutely the best time of year to buy a new RV down here at Brett's. We're here at 4800 Grand Creek Road today until 6. They'll be open until 7. And then we'll be back at it from 3 to 6 tomorrow. They'll also be open until 7 tomorrow as well. So swing on by. You're going to have thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars worth of savings. Exclusive factory discounts. Brett's RV Marine, locally owned and operated for 54 years. We kind of blew through this because we were kind of up against it in the first hour. But how about this? It's a Thursday. We usually do this in hour number one Thursday. But we'll get hour two, number two kicked off for you in fine fashion. It's a six-pack and a sandwich from Warden's Market. You want a six-pack of beer? Any beer. Any beer you want down there. Your choice. Six-pack. Any sandwich you want, the WAPA, the TBLT, whatever, call us right now. Excuse me, don't call us. Text us. Text your number 3-406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Six-pack and a sandwich presented by Warden's Market of Missoula. Missoula's oldest grocery store. Text your number 3-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Hit us up right now. Rajim Seabrook rolling with me, Coulter Nuanas. My man. We got the sweetest new setup here. We got this awesome, like, I always call it the radio in the box, but now we got a real radio in a box. That it's has, amazing. It's got about 19 less cords. I could carry this thing in, like, the palm of my hand slash forearm. It's pretty cool, right? It looks like something from, like, a sci-fi movie. <laughs> it's, like, super cool. What did you cool. call it earlier? Deep Space Nine. Deep Space Nine, straight <laughs> off, straight Star tracking it over here, man. Isn't that so weird, though? Because you're of an, an age that's old enough to realize that, we actually are living in the future, right? Like, what was science fiction when you were a kid is what we live in now, right? Buddy, can I tell you, you know I'm a nerd. I for love sure. comic books, sure. sci-fi, all that. Yeah. Like, if it's not for the nerds and sci-fi of the world, like, think Star Trek for some of how our cell phone interfaces. Think Star Trek for, like, giving birth to Zoom before Zoom knew what Zoom was. Like, 
um, my dad used to say science fiction is the greatest form of literature because of the plausibility and possibility of having science added to it. Wow. Um, that's and great science, life. and if you and if you look, that's that's right. My dad was Yoda before Yoda was Yoda. Let's go. Uh, and the cool thing about science fiction is, depending on when it was written, it's showing things that have happened that are happening now or are things to come. And if you go back to Star Trek, like there's a direct correlation between the communication devices that Star Trek showed and how, look at the communicator from when Kirk flipped open. That's a flip phone. Right. <laughs> right? Look at the tablets that they carry. That's an iPad. See, and so then I start tripping down the rabbit hole of the notion that m maybe none of the stuff that we have now is a replication or no. that stuff. In, no. fa in fact, it was a a pointed premonition of the future. In other words, it's just hiding in plain sight. That stuff was around forever, and we just have been presented it once it's been normalized to us. Hoverboards. Thanks back. Thank you, Back to the Future. <laughs> you gotta love Moving it. sidewalks. Thank you, Jetsons cartoon show from right. the 60s. No doubt. Moving sidewalks. Like, that's all based upon cartoons, science fiction, and comic books. Let's so maybe go. Maybe it's, it's existed in the Matrix forever. They decided to show us on TV and movies before they actually infiltrated it to our lives. All right. If this is the Matrix, I'll be Trinity. You're Neo. Let's go. <laughs> give me the red Morpheus, pill. Morpheus, Morpheus. Give me the red pill. Yeah, you're Morpheus. I'll be Neo. You can Because mm -hmm. you're, the, you're the wisdom giver. You can tell me as Neo which way I can go. Let's go, Grasshopper. <laughs> Let's talk some NBA playoffs. Let's go. Actually, before we talk NBA playoffs, we got to start with a different broad NBA point. Let's go. Are, are we going current? Are you this going is, in the past? This is the, hard, this is the hardest I've laughed and the hardest <laughs> I've laughed at my own self for the things I was putting on social media. Usually almost everything I tweet has to do with coverage of sports and things like that. But Don't, Is it the Doc Rivers thing? No, no. This, okay, is, this, okay. is, this, is, this is about this is about a little tiff that happened uh, on Twitter. So Twitter beef. I the, love this. The Utah Jazz are out of the NBA playoffs. See ya. Rudy Gobert still thinks it's necessary to run his mouth. I don't know what the actual scenario was, but for whatever reason, Rudy Gobert was at a press conference, and somebody was asking, so Shaquille O'Neal, the most interesting part of the media with the NBA to me is that inside the NBA is you can tell, uh, it's actually, it's not even you can tell, it's a fact that the inside the NBA show with Shaquille O'Neal and Kenny Smith and Charles Barkley, hosted by Ernie Johnson, that the NBA players consume that show constantly. It's the only real piece of media where pro athletes are t clapping back at what the analysts are saying. Well, Shaquille O'Neal in particular, and Charles Barkley to a certain extent, are uh, so famous and infamous for going at guys, especially big guys, when they think that they're being soft. Well, Shaquille O'Neal is very critical of Rudy Gobert of the Utah Jazz. Well, Rudy Gobert's uh, retort to that was saying in a press conference scenario that he would, quote-unquote, lock Shaquille O'Neal up. Well, after I heard <laughs> Rudy Gobert say such things, I just couldn't stop going on Twitter and finding videos of young Shaq just eviscerating people. And I couldn't help but think Rudy Gobert is a good defensive the player. The and I'm, I love That's what I'm like, saying, bro. Like, 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 like Ru where's Rudy Gobert from? Isn't he from? He's from France. From France. I got some French roots. Mon ami, ferme la bec, ferme la bouche, okay? <laughs> and what that means for the non-French people, shut your mouth. Right? 
Shut your mouth. Like, Rudy Gobert is he's multiple-time defensive player of the year in the NBA. I don't care. He, he's a good player, whatever. So is the Kimbe Matumbo. I, so then I started quote-tweeting this the, the tweet that was saying that Rudy Gobert said he would lock Shaquille O'Neal up. Shut it. And I found video after video. I mean, there's the infamous video of Shaq drop-stepping and making David Robinson fly all the way across the court. There's videos of him bullying Alonzo Mourning, Carl Malone, Charles Barkley. Patrick Ewing, I mean, Vladi, Floppy Divac, Hakeem Olajuwon, like... Dudes that are sitting in the Hall of Fame, places Gobert will never even sniff. If you are bulldozing Alonzo Mourning, who's what, 6'10", 275? And solid. I mean, he's 275. Solid. He, I mean, how much? Alonzo Mourning probably weighs, what, 40 pounds more than Rudy Gobert? Like, the Kim and Matumbo, way bigger than Rudy Gobert. Uh, but, I mean, the, the, the one video I put on my Twitter, I said, good luck, Rudy Gobert, is the famous video of, of Shaq annihilating David Robinson. Who's dude. more put together than David Robinson? Answer, nobody. Nobody. And Shaq is murdering this dude. But murder. <laughs> Straight murder, boy. <laughs> it's amazing. So I just had to get that off my chest. You agree, though, right? Like, Rudy Gobert's not locking Shaquille O'Neal up. Uh, maybe in a bathroom? What are we in a, in a, in a, in a, in a toilet stall? <laughs> what are we putting the over-under at? Like, if the over-under is 34 and a half, I'm taking the over. Shaq's, I'm putting, Shaq's scoring 40, right? Dude, I'm putting Gobert under the pavement. <laughs> like, that's, I'm not, I'm not, look, leave Joey Bag of Donuts and Vinny Can of Valvoline down in, down in Vegas. Uh, Gobert will never see the light of day again, Shaq. What? I, I, <laughs> just look at the physics. Right. Look right. at the physics. Right. You don't have to be the smartest science guy in the room. You don't need to be an architect or an engineer. Look at the physics of the game. And especially now with how, like, defense is so different. For sure. Shaq would eat this fool alive. I mean, that's the thing, though, is prime Shaq would eat every fool alive. Over. It's why Go the, it's why the, It's why Shaq has such a unique legacy in the NBA because I think it's indisputable that he's the most dominant professional athlete in the history of sports. But he doesn't have the best resume in the history of sport, and that's why he's scrutinized. Totally. But Shaq also, in my opinion, he's one of my favorite athletes ever because he made it about everything. He made it about having fun and being a star and kicking it and making movies and making records, eating candy, all this stuff, while also, oh, by the way, I still won four championships. Oh, and yeah. I, I didn't, like, ruin my life like Jerry West to try to do this. You know what I mean? Like, nope. I didn't I, lose I, all my money like Scotty Pitt. <laughs> that's exactly right. Shaquille O'Neal, peerless among legends for sure. Nuana's now ESPN Radio coming to you from Brett's RV and Marine. It's the March Grand Design sales event on now through Saturday. Come on down. You're going to get some of the best deals you're going to find anywhere. 4,800 Grand Creek Road here in Missoula. I also think about Shaq. Sorry to be tangential. I also think the last great big center of the game. Because what after- about now, though? Joel Embiid's proven that notion to be incorrect. I d- like just... Okay, so a couple questions there. From a pure- Is Tim Duncan a power forward or a center? I, buddy, he was the best to me, hands down, the best power forward ever. But but you he was in a center. You can, but Tim Duncan was he played both, right? It's, he the, did. it's the old Jalen Rose notion. Basketball positions were created for people that don't know basketball. Tim yeah. Duncan played the Tim Duncan position yeah, he played, for the Spurs. Yeah. So he's playing like three through five a lot of times, right? Correct. So so th- th- that's one thing. But I would say that there's been some other guys since then that have been. I mean, I think Joel Embiid is – I'm not saying he's on par with Shaq, but I do think no. that he is in the, the rare air as one of the greats. He, he's, he belongs in the conversation with those guys from the past. Great. What I'm saying with Shaq, he's the last great center to play the game. Even with Nikolai Djokic winning back-to-back The MVPs, last great center. Here's one for you. Do, do, do it jo- as long as jo- Shaq did. Djokic has got more MVPs than Shaq. 
How about I'm, that? He, he didn't he didn't transcend the game the way Shaq did. That's why the MVP award is so uh, scrutinized in the NBA as well, because Nikolai Jokic and Steve Nash have more MVPs than Shaquille O'Neal or Kobe Bryant. But can they DJ a wedding like Shaq can? <laughs> <laughs> Just messing around. Let's talk about this NBA playoffs. Mm. Then. First of all, before we get into the actual matchups, uh, I find it fascinating that this NBA playoffs does not and never included um, – LBJ. LeBron James. Yep. Or Anthony Davis. Yep. Or Damian Lillard. Yep. It included Kevin Durant for like five days. (laughs) Three seconds. And then that was over. Yep. Uh, It it didn't include Nikolai Jokic, the MVP of the NBA, for about five days. Hot minute. And and then that was over. Um, What other superstars are missing from this thing? I mean, actually. Kyrie. Kyrie Irving was uh, a flash in the pan for sure. That said. The NBA is not missing them at all because nope. there's so many good players. So, I mean, what do you think of that dynamic? Most other leagues, like, if you took away a couple – LeBron, would, would you agree? I mean, LeBron James and Damian Lillard were both first-team All-NBA last year. They are two of the – Without ten, question. They are two of the ten, question. ten most marketable stars. You take away, like, you know, Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes from the NFL playoffs, that's going to hurt the exposure of it. It hasn't it, – I know that the NBA is sort of treading weird water right now and that's so much because and we're not even going to go down this road but it's so much because of the rotten political climate in this country right now buddy but, that's another that's we should ha- we should do a sec we, we, yes we, we sir should, we should. but but that's all to say though from it, for nba fans that will be watching this no matter what i haven't right. missed them at all i, I no. lebron james is my favorite player and it's still rolling right along it it's good for basketball to have someone else beside the same names. It gives exposure. It gives kids exposure because who's who's driving that market, right? Who's yeah. who's who's really watching it outside of old men? It's the young kids, for sure. And I uh, I, I think for me, it's nice not hearing LeBron James names. It's nice watching teams sure. that historically haven't been there. They're there, and it's fun. It actually brings some fun back to the NBA. Well, and we've also got a situation now too where. Some of the smaller market teams have done a great job drafting. I see you, Memphis. I mean, John Moran, Aaron Jackson, for sure. And so then the other situation that we are in now is you, all the teams that are left all have marketable guys. The only one you could really argue that doesn't have, like, a true super-duper star is Miami, but they still have a bunch of really fun players like Jimmy Butler and Tyler Hero and Bam Adebayo. But, you know, Philly and Joel Embiid, Phoenix and Chris Paul and Devin Booker, Dallas and Luka Doncic, Milwaukee and Giannis Antetokounmpo, Boston and Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, the Warriors and all of their dudes, the Memphis and John ja Morant. So I think it's more than anything a testament to how many good players are in the league right now. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of like the NFL from about two or three years ago. Parity right. has, has landed. And some consider that boring because some of those teams aren't the Golden State Warriors of the yesteryears or even you know the, the star-studded Lakers, but... There's just a, there's a beauty to watching it. You know who's been fun to watch? Atlanta. You know, teams that you just don't. For sure. They underachieved this year, though. I, I, I thought they were a disappointment. I think so, too. But I mean, Eastern Conference Finals last year bring the same core back. They're all young. They got a good coach. I mean, well, maybe, I mean, maybe Dan McMillan's not a good coach. That, that's another, that's definitely another uh, a talking point. But, but no, Atlanta's fun, too, though, yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Those mid-major, even though Atlanta's a big city. No, for sure. I like watching those second-tier teams play. You want us now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. So how about last night, a, a couple big results. Yeah. Uh, pivotal Game 5 in Boston, and Milwaukee goes in there and steals it. And then in the night, steals and then it. In the nightcap, and in an elimination game with the Grizzlies got their backs pressed against the wall, John Morant's been hurt, 
and they get whipped by 40. They almost, they were down by 60 at one point. I was at the Marcus King concert, so I wasn't watching. My brother just texted me 60. I said, what are you talking about? And he yep. was like, they're down 60. I was like, who who's beating who by 60? 60. Articulate the thing. I was, I was out last night, and... Uh, I was getting um, updates, and when I looked at it, I thought I thought it was a score. Yeah, right. I thought it was a score, and I was like, "Who? What? Like, only only time I see stuff like that is when Helgi plays Stevensville. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> yeah. Outside of that, it was just it was an interesting discrepancy. Like, how do you how do you just give away sixty in the NBA, son? I mean. It shows you the heart of a team when True. they do have their backs against the wall, especially with the adversity that Memphis has, has been under. So let me tell you this, or let me ask you this. This is what Charles Barkley and the boys were arguing about on Inside the NBA yesterday, I guess two days ago. John Morant missed 25 games during the regular season. Memphis went 20-5 and five during those games. John Morant was out the last two games for the Grizzlies as well, and last night the Grizzlies won by 40. It's sort of silly to say, but is it possible that the Grizzlies are better without John Morant? You can't say it, right? I, I can't. I, I guess. I guess. I guess the way that I would say it is that it's not that they're better without John Morant. It's that the Grizzlies are very good no matter what. I think that's the perception. I think that the the national public that's just meeting. The Grizzlies, I think they think, oh, they got this superstar kid. He's leading the way. But they have a lot of good players. They have a lot of good players, and I think they play better as a team when he isn't on the floor. Um, I liken it to uh, Golden State's first or second championship. Um, there was a different element when Steph Curry wasn't on the floor and Draymond was playing point forward. Sure, yeah. Right? All of a sudden, they actually played better team basketball when Steph wasn't on the floor. And I well, know that's... Well, it's not even when Steph's not on the floor. It's just when Steph plays off the ball, too. Because, like, that when they first learned that they could do that, then when he came back, then they kept playing Draymond on the ball and Steph off the ball. Steph Curry, in my opinion, is the best off-ball player in the history of the National Basketball Period. Association. So. Period. Uh, yeah. Top top three. Who else you got? I got Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller's a really good one. Sorry, Rip, but... Rip and Hamilton I, is a really good one, too. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me on that. Uh, yeah, Rip's, Rip is a really good one, but I'm I'm going to say, oh, God, Re- Reggie Miller was just such a dagger in my heart and in my side at the same time. But to me, in my history, my old man history, yeah. it's got to be Reggie Miller. But Steph Curry, when he plays off the ball, is ridiculous. Makes for the Golden State Warriors the greatest offense the basketball's ever Period. seen. Period. That's, that's, that's like indisputable. So No question. It's unbelievable. Uh, so, but what, hearkening back, though, to the game in Boston. Mm-hmm. The more things change, the more they stay the same. You got it. Whatever the arena's called now, the old Boston Garden, Boston period is still one of the hardest places to win in the period. playoffs, no matter what. No matter what. What'd you think of that game by the Bucks did? That was an impossible win that they went in there and got. Now they're up three two in that series. It was it's uh it's it's what adds to the dramatic and flair of sports. It's why you love it. Uh, I agree. Boston is a ridiculous place to try to win with any sport. I don't get it. I'll I'll be honest. Like, whether it's baseball, basketball, football, and to some degree hockey as well, um, there's just an energy and attention that that city creates around their sports teams, especially in the playoffs. That is, it's hard to match, and sometimes it's their fifth man or twelfth man or whatever the sport predicates coming off the bench. But last night, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how you pick up the pieces after that. 
No question about it. Nuanas now ESPN Radio. Rajim Seabrook, joining me, Coulter Nuanas, coming to you through the Northwest Motorsports Studio. We're not in studio because we are here at the Brett's RV and Marine March Grand Design Sales Event. It's on now through Saturday. We'll be here till six. They'll be open till seven tonight. We'll be back here from three to six tomorrow. They'll be open until seven tomorrow. And then the sale rolls all day on Saturday as well. This is the absolute best time to buy a new RV at Brett's RV and Marine. For three days and three days only, you're going to get exclusive factory discounts. So swing on by and come say what's up. How about tonight's games then? We have Miami at Philly, which just got underway. Doubleheader. The Heat up 3-2, which I think is actually surprising to some people. And then we have another elimination game tonight with Phoenix playing at Dallas. So we'll start with the Eastern Conference game. I guess the first question I have for you is, why is it that the Heat are getting less run as a true championship contender than almost anybody in this playoffs, even though they played in the finals two years ago? They had the best record in the Eastern Conference, in a good, really good Eastern Conference. They revived Eastern Conference this year. Yeah, hardly anybody said, hey, Miami's going to win the championship. Why? They don't have those names. Right. Like the aforementioned uh, For sure. segment that, that you so eloquently put out there is, there's, they don't have that big sexy on their team for sure. You know, and and, and at what point is Jimmy Butler going to get some respect though, man? Dude, like, Jimmy Butler's never gotten his. Deal. Uh, he's like been an All NBA guy multiple times. I mean, he he is one of the best two way players in the league. Like Jimmy Butler is good, man. There's a couple of guys from that era, from that Jimmy Butler era when he came in, that just don't get their love. Um, uh, uh, uh. Derek Rose is another one of those guys. Like, just just gets overshadowed by a lot of other guys in that genre. But Butler, like to me, is he's put up great numbers no matter where he's been. Um, he's always he's always elevated a team to being a playoff team or a playoff contender. And I just I don't get it, man. I I love the guy. Like, and I love watching him play. He has an edge. He's, he absolutely he's, has. He's got a little bit of J.R. Smith in him. But. For sure, man. And so much of that comes from where he came from. I, I, think, I think Jimmy Butler has one of the greatest stories in the history of pro sports. Man. Hands down. Jimmy Butler was straight up homeless, bro. Dude. And he had to go to a junior college to make his way to Marquette. Love and it. And then he finally makes his way all the way into yeah. the NBA and yeah. then fights in the NBA until all of a sudden now here he's been since he was 20. I mean, over the last seven years, he's a six-time All-Star. Pretty darn good. How do you not? Yeah, I don't know. I just think. Well, I think it also, though, it brings up the point of how good you actually have to be to be a superstar that can truly carry your team to a championship. True. Jimmy Butler is so good, he does deserve more respect. But is he good enough to lead you over the top? He's He, he has to have more pieces around him. Because, like, I mean, Patrick Ewing couldn't go all the way over the top. Charles Barkley that couldn't go all the way over the top. Jason Kidd. Like, I know. Dudes that, you can get to the finals, but can you win in the finals? That's the hardest he's, part. He's not that guy. The, all that said, though, they got the 76ers on the ropes. Cause, and who does have all the big names? They got Joel Embiid. They got James Harden. They got Tyrone Maxey. They got, they got Tobias the dudes. Harris. Yep. They got Doc Rivers. They got all these dudes. Doc Rivers. Uh, I think that when Joel Embiid first broke his face, people thought, okay, pendulum swings Miami's way. Right. Then Embiid came back before people thought. And they stole a game in Miami. Oh, now the pendulum's back on 76ers' side. Now Miami's got Philly on the ropes, and Miami whooped that. They whooped uh, Philadelphia last game out. So this is a big one in Philadelphia tonight. I mean, I don't want to ask you if it's a must-win for the 76ers because of course it is. Of course it's uh, Every game's a must-win. And the season's over if it's not. But uh, this should be a fun one tonight in Philly. It should be. It's going to be guys will be going all out. 
tonight, and that's what I, I love about this game. And this also has, um, I don't know, the, the, the there's going to be some physicality in this game. Yeah. Like, I'm sure. wishing we could watch this one. That's the other funny part. There's <laughs> one of the. There's always the get-off-my-lawn faction of sports fans <laughs> in, in every single element of sports. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But the, the get-off-my-lawn faction of the NBA is all the dudes that were old enough to grow up watching the NBA in the 80s and 90s that say, oh, the NBA is so soft now. It's all this spread, pick-and-roll, three-point shooting. It's uh, so much more physical. If you've been watching the Eastern Conference playoffs, it is absolutely as physical as it has ever been. Like that Boston Milwaukee game on was Sunday. Brutal. I mean, bro, Giannis was laying on the court like 15 times in the first half. The rest had to talk to the coaches at halftime and say, yo, tone it down. We can play physical, but we can't have Giannis slamming elbows in the back of Jason Tatum's head and then have retaliation fouls with Giannis getting thrown into the crowd. So I mean, did you it see was the, ridiculous. Did you see the Luka Doncic play with Jay Crowder the other week, too? Or the, I guess it was like earlier this Two. week. He's cut across on, the lane, and Crowder gives him the forearm, the forearm and, throws shiver. and throws him on the ground. It's as physical as it's ever been. People, Bring need it. To, people just need to watch. Bring it. I love it, man. Make them pay. In Philly right now, we are early on in this one, but the action is underway. And uh, with about nine minutes to go in the first quarter, we got a 9-9 to tie. Uh, the other game tonight, again, the Phoenix Suns at the Dallas Mavericks. The uh, Suns looking to punch a ticket to the Western Conference Finals for the second year in a row, and Dallas looking to hang on. Uh, admirable effort by Luka Doncic this, thus far to, to steal a couple games from Phoenix, but and, and they're in Dallas tonight, so are we going to see a Game 7, or are we going to see a, another trip to the Western Conference Finals for the Suns? You know, I think the Suns take it. Yeah, I think so, too. I, I just I, I, I love their energy. I, I like their depth and just their overall way that they play great team offense. I just I don't see the Suns uh, being eclipsed tonight, pun intended. Luan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. We're coming to you through the Northwest Motorsports Studio from Brett's RV and Marine. It is the March Grand Design Sales Event on now at Brett's. This is the absolute best time to buy a new RV. So swing by the next three days and three days only. You're going to receive exclusive factory discounts. They also have special lender financing, and they pay top dollar for all trade-in, paid for or not. So we're going down here, 4800 Grand Creek Road. Come check out the best inventory anywhere in five states at Brett's RV and Marine. How about a young man that's going to the University of Montana for football next year? We kick off a summer recruiting series, catching up with future Grizzlies, future Bobcats, Joey Visser at future University of Montana Safety out of Boulder, Montana, Jefferson County High School. He joins us next here on ESPN Radio. Don't touch the dial. It's new on us now, 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana, a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. 
The final postseasons in the Big Sky Conference for the academic year are underway, and the national championship men's lacrosse tournament is into the final four. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. The Big Sky Conference softball championship tournament got underway in Ogden, Utah on Wednesday. Montana took the sixth seed in the six-team field and took on third-seeded Portland State in its opener. UM senior Megan McGrath, who became the first Grizz player to ever win Big Sky Conference Player of the Year earlier this week, showed just why, tagging Portland State ace Olivia Gray with a leadoff home run to set the tone. That helped spark Montana to a 5-4 win in extra innings. Freshman Presley Janzi had a pinch-hit RBI double to help Montana win its opener. In the second game of the day, second-seeded Sac State took down Montana 12-4 in six innings. The Hornets scored eight runs on three home runs and pulled away from a 4-4 deadlock with three in the fifth and five in the sixth. The loss dropped Montana to the elimination bracket. The Grizz faced Northern Colorado in loser-out action at 2-30 today. In Round Rock, Texas, just outside of Austin, the University of Montana lacrosse team is in the final four of the MCLA National Tournament. The six-seeded Grizz take on number seven Rhode Island tonight at 5.15 p.m. with a championship game berth riding on the result. For live updates of softball, Big Sky Conference, outdoor track and field, and lacrosse nationals, tune in to Nuanez now at 4 p.m. today. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Hope you're having a phenomenal Thursday. We're down here at Brett's RV and Marine. Remote broadcast on behalf of the March Grand Design sales event. We'll be down here till 6 p.m., so come say what's up. Coulter Nuanas, Nuanas Now. If you're listening to ESPN Radio, maybe you're listening or watching on SWX Montana Television, or maybe you got the new ESPN Montana app. No matter which way you're listening, thanks so much for being here. Let's dive into a little prep coverage. It's our prep extra. We're going to be highlighting football and basketball recruits from around the state of Montana. I know the football season's in the rear view, or maybe in some of our eyes, it's on the horizon. It's upcoming. We're going to be catching up with guys that signed with the Grizz, the Bobcats, and across the state of Montana. We're joined now by future Grizz, Joey Visser from Jefferson County High School in Boulder, Montana. Joey, thanks so much for joining us, man. How you doing? Yeah, of course, I'm doing good. First of all, take us through just uh, sort of your senior year. It was a great run there for you guys, all the way to the semifinals of the Class B playoffs. And I know that you made your commitment a little bit before the season or maybe even during the season. So just take us through kind of that, the individual accomplishment of, of getting recruited at the Division One level, but also just leading your team and, and chasing the state championship. I mean, it was great, you know, but honestly, I didn't I did not have the best senior year after the, the first game. I uh, tore muscles in my abdomen. I didn't get to play for about five games. And uh, honestly, all credit goes to my teammates for busting their butts and getting everything done. But after I found out that I needed surgery, I uh, just ended up ended up playing the last couple games of playoffs and made a great run. And together, we obviously made it to the semifinals. But I'll go, honestly, all kudos goes to them. But I had a great year of camps down there in U of M, and that's kind of what got me noticed. And in their picture to recruit me so thanks to that that's kind of where personally i think that i got the chance to go play for them it's interesting too because there's always been great sports in boulder but i think there's only been a couple guys 
from Jefferson County High School that have gone on to, to play for the Grizzlies. I think I read that you were the second one ever. So uh, what, what gave you kind of the sense of belief, and what was that like when Montana first said, hey, we want you to be a Grizz? Uh, it was honestly, it was unbelievable. I mean, that's, that's been my dream school. Uh, playing football in Montana has been my dream since I was a little kid, and to have the opportunity to pursue that even after not having the best year, I just, I think to the coaches, and definitely not going to let them down at all. Who was the first coaches that, that started recruiting you? And just take us through kind of how the recruiting process worked. You mentioned you went to camp, so that was probably a big boost, too. Probably a great way for them yeah. to see you and you to get to know them as well. Yeah, Barry Sachs was honestly the first coach to really talk to me. After my track season, my junior year, we had we had won state that year, and I had a couple good individual events as well. And he had re- reached out to me and told me that he liked me to come to a couple of camps, so I did that. And after... After the second camp, I think he was talking. He was like, "We really have, like we're keeping an eye on you, and we're looking at you a lot." I just want you to know that, and that was right there. That that was the best feeling ever when I found out that I was honestly being recruited by the Grizz. Joey Visser joining us here on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. He's a senior there at Jefferson County High School uh, in Boulder, Montana. And uh, let's talk just a little bit about the Class B ranks because this year the Class B ranks was stacked. And there's always been great football in Class B, and we've also always seen guys from the Class B ranks come up and be able to be very competitive in a lot of ways, all-league-type guys at the uh, Big Sky Conference and Division One level. So, uh, first of all, what did you just think of the landscape of Class B this year, Joey? I mean, Florence, definitely one of the best teams I've ever seen at that level, but you guys were also very good as well, so uh, pretty competitive. Oh, 100%. I mean, the cl- I mean, the kids that are in the Class B level, I think they get overlooked hundred percent and I think that that kinda of drives everybody else and all of us to like I don't know, play harder and whatnot. But I mean Townsend was a great team as well. They had a couple of really strong players. Yep. Uh Vandenegri, he's going to Carroll, Trey, he's going to Western, uh Columbus got Colby Martinez, he's going to tech. He's a real good player. It's just all around real tough athletes in class B and the competitive the competitiveness this year was just unbelievable. And we, we talked before we started doing this, but I mean, in my I mean, I've been covering sports in Montana for 16 years, and I thought Florence was one of the best Class B teams or one of the best high school football teams I've ever seen. So, uh, no shame in losing to those guys, right? Oh, they were, they were unbelievable. I mean, all around great team. Coaching staff was amazing. Um, and a really strong up front line. A lot of great athletes, receivers, great defensive line. I mean, yeah, they were they were an extremely good team. Yeah, we mentioned the track and field element as well. I think that's another thing that can sometimes help class b guys kind of solidify their their place on the radar right because if you can run you can run if you can jump you can jump and uh, you know the numbers don't lie right that's what like honestly got me in the eyes of the of the grizz was my uh, 300 hurdles times after i won state uh they that's when they really reach out and be like all right we know you got speed and then now let's see how you're all football so i came to every single camp this summer and that's when that's what signified it for sure Joey Visser joining us here on Nuanas Now. Maybe you're listening to ESPN Radio or watching on SWX Montana Television. Thanks for being here. Joey, uh, the 300 hurdles is an interesting element as well. I know that you know Bobby Houck was a, was a great track guy back in his day, actually at a Class B school at Big Timber, and uh, he ran track at the University of Montana as well. But he's always liked to recruit guys that can maybe play in the defensive secondary but also are really good hurdles runners. So I think it takes a, an element of athleticism and speed, obviously, but also toughness. So just take people through kind of maybe how the 300 hurdles has, has honed your mentality because that's a pretty dang hard race. Oh, oh, I, it's, the hard, it's the hardest uh, hardest race in track, I believe. Yes. I mean, and that just, I mean, if you can keep that speed and also 
jump over a hurdle at the exact same time. You got to have some kind of athleticism, and that's just you can't just be some regular person doing that kind of stuff. So I think that once Coach Houck sees that somebody's good at that event, uh, then he knows that they have potential to be in that secondary. Like have a strong mindset and like overall just a good athlete, honestly. That's for everybody that runs the event. Yeah, for sure, man. Well, Montana has such great tradition in, in football, and so I'm, I'm sure that was a, a huge draw for you. But how about the other stuff? I mean, what did you think of campus, and, and what did you think of just the academic portion of it? Do you know what you want to major in? Just tell the people kind of just about that part of this decision for you. Yeah, oh, it's a, it's a beautiful campus. I mean, I don't, there's no better place to go to college, and honestly, I think of the western United States. For sure. Um, I, I'm going to study criminal justice and minor in psychology. And I'm really looking forward to that because I have a couple of buddies and friends that are in that field right now. And they said that they really enjoy it up there and it's a really great place. And I'm really looking forward to that. And uh, obviously the stadium, unbelievable. The fans, the love, that you, the support that you get from everybody. I mean, it's just, it's unmatched there. I just, it's really all I can say. Yeah, man. How about law school? Is that maybe in your future? Uh, I've thought about it a little bit. Um, I'm not... I'm honestly not really 100%. Yeah, like, we'll see after sure. my freshman year and all my regular classes and stuff like that, but it's definitely on the radar. For sure, yeah. I mean, you got a long time to decide, but I just know Montana has a great law school as well. So oh, they do. Could, yep. be, could be a really good fit for you. How about position-wise? Are they thinking of you as a safety or in the secondary? What are they thinking of you for? Yeah, they're going to put me at safety. That's what they recruit me for. For uh, just The coach said that just because my speed and my athleticism and, then like, my ability to hit and stuff like that, which is – which is all good, and I'm I'm really excited to get get there and working on it. Yeah, it's so, it's so interesting too how many great safeties have come from the Class B ranks at Montana. Whether you're talking all the way back to Tim Houck and Blaine McElmurray or guys like Shan Schillinger, who was uh, most yeah. recently the, the safeties coach there too. So uh, there's a lot of guys that have come before you that have shown, hey man, doesn't matter where you grow up, you can come be a star for the Grizz. Exactly, exactly. Well, very cool. Well, Joey Visser joining us here on Nuanas Now at CSPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. So when, when do they uh, plan on having your report? When, when are you going to move to Missoula? August 5th is when all of us athletes are going down there. That's kind of the first day that everybody reports there. So what's between now and then, then? Probably enjoying some summer, maybe some fishing in your future? Oh, yeah, some fishing, enjoying the summer, uh, definitely lifting, getting a bunch of workouts in. They got us on a good program. And, uh, yeah, just kind of trying to enjoy the last couple months of freedom before football time. Well, last thing for you, then, what has you most excited about becoming a Grizz? And what did it mean to you to, to actually know, hey, I did achieve this dream come true? I just, it's it's unbelievable. I'm just so excited to get on campus and be with everybody and be with the coaching staff and be in that, that like, D1, D1, I don't know really how to explain it, just the D1 area of how it is different than what, high school football is or what other kind of schools are. I mean, it's it's next-level stuff, and I just want to get pushed, and I'm really excited for it. Gotta love it, man. Well, congratulations on uh, all your success. Congratulations on achieving this goal, and uh, best of luck. I think, I guess we'll, t- I, I would say we'll talk to you soon, but Coach Houck doesn't let the freshmen talk to the media, so we'll talk to you in about a year. How about that? That sounds perfect. <laughs> Joey Visser, Boulder, Montana. Thanks so much for being here, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, Thank you so much. See ya. Prep Extra, presented by Farmer State Bank. Farmer State Bank, enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. This is Nuana's Now, ESPN Radio, coming to you from Brett's RV and Marine. It's the Brett's RV and Marine Grand Design Sales Event on now through Saturday. Huge, huge, huge discounts. This is absolutely the best time to buy a new RV. 
for three days and three days alone. You're going to get exclusive factory discounts. And get this, get in the groove and wear a tie-dye shirt to Brent's RV and Marine and receive an additional $250 off. No other RV dealer in Montana or Idaho can offer prices this low. More thoughts on the NFL draft? Rajim wants to rap about a couple of the teams from the Big Apple. We'll do that next to take you home here on your Thursday. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. The advocates can help you if you've been injured in an automobile, motorcycle, pedestrian, or even a dog bite accident. For additional information on other types of cases that the advocates handle, you can always visit MontanaAdvocates.com. You can chat with an experienced attorney with no upfront out-of-pocket expense. Visit online or call 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. It's Nuanez Now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. such an interesting time in music in the late 1990s and there was this moment in time when Johnny Lang and Kenny Wayne Shepherd, neither of whom were even old enough to have a beer legally dropped these epic blues albums Johnny Lang, Lie to Me and Kenny Wayne Shepherd, uh, this debut album and they both won a bunch of Grammys and then they both had follow up albums that were really good and they both kind of fell off the map but both those guys guitar prodigies and sort of rose fast and fell off soon this is a blues type of day, though, because I was kicking it at the Marcus King Band last night, so we got it all. We got the feelings going. Rajiv Seabrook joining me, Coulter Nuanas here on Nuanas Now, kicking it down here at Brett's RV and Marine. It's the March Grand Design sales event down here at Brett's going on now through the end of the weekend. So swing on by 4800 Grant Creek Road. They'll be rolling through Saturday. So three days and three days alone, you are going to get some of the best discount prices you will get anywhere in the region. End of the first quarter in Round Rock, Texas, the Men's Collegiate Lacrosse Association Division II National Tournament. The University of Montana men's lacrosse team is into the Final Four. Right now, though, up against it. They're down 5-1 at the end of the first quarter against Rhode Island. So we'll have full update for you on that game tomorrow. But uh, great accomplishment already to get to the Final Four by Grizzly Lacrosse, but uh, they are kind of in a hole right now. If you missed anything in the show today, you can always find it, Nuana's Now Podcast, on all your podcast hosting platforms. Nuana's Now Podcast, probably presented by Sportsbet Montana, as well as The Advocates. You can find everything from our NFL draft conversation to NBA playoffs. We talked Grizz Lacrosse, Big Sky Conference, softball and track and field championships, and everything in between. Let's go check it out, all your various podcast hosting platforms. And thanks so much to Brett's RV and Marine for hosting us down here. Thanks to Tommy Evans for hooking up this sweet new remote box that we got. So nice. And thanks to Jeff Safford for engineering the show back there at the shop at Missoula Broadcasting Company. All right, we got about six minutes to go. 
Let's uh, let's talk a little bit more NFL draft. I know you wanted to get some thoughts in on a couple of the uh, the Eastern board teams and also some of your winners and losers. Who do you think uh, overall? We talked about the first round in the first hour, but who do you think overall had had good drafts? Who do you think overall had bad drafts? Uh, <clears throat> we'll start at the top. I think the, the the three teams that drafted the best and filled so many spots of need and want were the Jets. Ravens and the KC Chiefs. And then I thought those who, the, the three bottom dwellers, the barnacles of the draft. The uh, barnacles, I like yeah, that. Yeah, were the Cards, Washington, which is an annual thing for them. <laughs> and then uh, the Patriots. And, and, and uh, the Patriots, I'll start there. They haven't drafted an all-pro on offense or defense since Rob Gronkowski got drafted in 2010. Wow. So they've had a lot of, like, just reach picks that haven't panned out very well. And when you think about Robert Kraft and company and the brain trust that was there for so long, how are you doing this poorly with the, the, the people that are sitting at your desk and then his, historically what your organization has done? So uh, the reaches, the, 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 some of the odd picks that they made just don't bode well for their, uh, for their future. And then Washington is just, I mean, it's a dumpster fire on top of a grease fire on top of an oil fire. <laughs> the thing so, is, though, actually you say it is actually funny because the – the the formerly the Redskins they were a train wreck in the draft for, for ever a, for a good fifteen year span since Albert Haynesworth the, the last the con, co- that contract the last couple years though the 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 Washington football team actually has drafted pretty well when we talk I mean it's hard to give teams all the credit in the world to, for drafting Chase Young like duh you did <laughs> you had to everybody had to but you know getting Jonathan Allen out of Alabama Montrez Sweat uh, I mean they they have first-round draft picks all across their defensive line, and that's why they're pretty good on defense. But I totally agree, though, in terms of the depth of their draft and being able to fill it out and actually remedy some of their huge deficiencies. <laughs> How about on the offensive line or the uh, quarterback Quarterback position, position. anybody? Or, or maybe, yeah, so they do have a good front seven, but nobody that can guard anybody on the perimeter. Nobody that can exploit people that can't guard people on the perimeter. Nobody protect the guys throwing the football. Oh, yeah. I, I just, unless they're handing the sticks over to some 10-year-old Madden genius who can play quarterback, I don't know what Washington's going to do, but that bodes well for my New York football giants. Thank you. So, we we talked about the phenomenon and sort of the scrutiny of Kayvon Thibodeau, but from a yes. pure perspective, though, what do you think of just his pick at number five for the Giants? Because, I mean, you got to feel pretty good about getting the guy who could have been known, number one overall pick at number five. You know, we'll, we'll take him. Um, we, we need help along that front line. The, they've, uh, the Dave Gettleman years have made the Giants anemic at best. Um, it, it, it was it was a smart move. It was a sexy move, and it was a sound move. And and then I like what they did at number seven by picking up the big hog Molly Evan Neal out of uh, out of out of Bama uh, to be the right tackle for many years to come. Um, and then after that, the Giants kind of made some reach picks as well. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what uh, pans out of that. They originally started with seven picks, ended up with eleven due to some trade ups and trade downs. So. Uh, the jury's still out on on which New York team uh, did better, but overall, I, I love the Jets picks. I mean, you got you got sauce like right now, applesauce. Like, there's another headline coming from my For win, sure. uh, coming from uh, from good old Sauce Gardner. Um, but yeah, I I, I think that uh, the Giants. Now which did rece- okay. they got one of the two Ohio State receivers? Did, did they get Alave or did they get Wilson? I can't remember. They got Wilson. Wilson. I think did they, I think they went. I think they got Wilson. Let me check. Those check two those notes. two guys just went like. Right next to each other, so I couldn't remember. But I think both those dudes, they're actually sort of hard to even discern between, right? Because they're both those, it was so interesting. Yeah, Garrett like, Wilson. Garrett Wilson. They're built, Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, 
built similarly, similar skill sets, and both played at Ohio State. And what I like about that, and then I also like their uh, their their second second round pick, uh, Brees Hall from Iowa State. Like, not that Iowa State's in every household like being watched, but like this kid can run the rock. Like, don't sleep on this dude. And what I love about their picks is Sauce Gardner and Garrett Wilson will be going up against each other for the next three to five years at sure. a minimum. And when you have that type of talent pushing each other in, in practice, uh, it makes games easy. The other team, and uh, Andrew Houghton is actually out six today, oh. so he won't be getting any of this love unless he's listening, you know, on his uh, traditional radio and or watching on television. But um, I thought the Eagles had a good draft, too. Getting, very solid. Get, getting Jordan Davis that late very solid. Uh, was, was pretty darn good, uh, I thought. I mean, late, quote-unquote. I mean, he was still the 13th overall uh, pick, but... That's a good value because he he's a top shelf talent for sure. Hands down, no disar- no no argument. There. I also thought that getting the Kobe Dean in the third round. I mean, he was the guy that slid farther than anybody expected. Of all those Georgia guys that went in the top first round, a lot of people thought he was the best, and he didn't go all the way till the third round. Oh, he's going to be playing angry, brother. I lo- I love those guys that are touted and then they get picked later. They play with that chip, that edge. Like I have something to prove. I should have been should have gone on day one, maybe day two. Um, so we'll see. Only thirty eight schools had multiple players drafted. One of those schools was Montana State. How about that? How about that? One of those schools was South Dakota State. How about that? One of those schools was North Dakota State. FCS, baby. So there you go. Three of the final four teams in the FCS playoffs last year each had two guys drafted. I think it's a good litmus test for these teams. I think if you you got to realize that at the FCS level, even you need to have multiple NFL dudes if you want to make a run of the national championship. I and I also I and I think a lot of that uh, credit Cooper Cup. For sure. I, I think there's I think a lot of, of, of love could be swayed for what he did and from the school that he came. I think a lot of NFL started, okay, let's let, let, let's look at that next level. Cause there's dudes out there, man. There are so many dudes out there that can just ball out and but they're not a power five or a pack ten or whatever. Well they also the the great fan bases combined with the great facilities at those totally. three schools I just named. And, totally. and Montana's in that group too, if if Bobby Howe can get it back going. They're going to get guys that are higher than FCS level caliber. Totally. And then if they develop them, then they're going to be NFL caliber. Mm-hmm. So it, it mm-hmm. will be uh, pretty interesting to follow. Any other draft points before we got to go? Um, no, man. I just I'm I'm I'm. I'm are re- any of these quarterbacks going to be good? The Pitt kid is intriguing. Pick a kid that went to yeah. the Pitt kid Pickett who went to Pitt. Who was picked by Pittsburgh? That, <laughs> ooh, there's a ooh, there's a tongue twister. I should trademark it tonight and get paid. Um, I'm 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 interested in in um in what he does because his situation is is very um is is very unique. He's 24 years old already, so he's more mature than the average kid coming out mentally, physically, emotionally, but also not having to transition within transactions because he's not leaving the city he's already played in. Gives him a leg up on on the world. And the Pittsburgh Steelers offensive coordinator, formerly at Pitt. Bingo. Right, James Subra, Coulter Nuanas will be back at it tomorrow at 4 p.m. We will see you then. Thanks so much to Brett Sarvi and Marine for hosting us. And thanks so much to you for listening in to ESPN Radio and the Missoula Broadcasting Company. We'll see you tomorrow, 3 p.m. from Brett's. Have a good evening. Nuanas now.
Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 